This is a HeadGum Podcast. Shout out to Claritin for sponsoring this episode and providing us with samples. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but if you are, allergies can wreck almost anything when they're happening. I have allergies all the time in like the spring, you know, whenever there's allergies around and I use this, you should also use it too. It's as simple as that. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and, that's right, and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, and an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those things I just said, it's like a cocktail for the worst thing you can imagine, but not being able to breathe or that I'll get that thing where I go to sleep and then I wake up and I can breathe through one side of my face, but not the other. It's one of the worst feelings. And then when you blow your nose, you just can't because it feels like something's going to explode in there. That's where Claritin D is going to come in and help. So if you are ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it is time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. This is All Fantasy Everything, the podcast that fantasy drafts anything and everything from the world of pop culture, from our favorite Thanksgiving food to iconic facial hair, and everything in between. This week, we're joined by guest Dana Schwartz, who is an author, television writer, and host of the Noble Blood podcast. We're going to be drafting the old man, the kid man, and the port man. Because we've all been inside watching movies for eight months, and we've got some opinions. Let's hear that theme song. to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything, the podcast that invented the term No Justice, No Peace. Yeah, No dude. Justice, No Peace. And put it on a t-shirt and then yeah, wore it man. to middle school. I just dressed like a militant Black Panther, kind of, when I was in middle school in yeah, Sioux man. Falls, South Dakota. Also, we ended apartheid, so it was a big time for us. <laughs> it was huge. It was really, really big. You guys, and according to the crown, the queen of England. Yeah, she, took a, she took a lesser role. Yeah. The crown. The crown. Crane. They did. Have you guys been watching The Crown? Dana and I have been. We finished The Crown. I haven't even got to Queen's Gambit yet. Oh man! Oh, you get have to a it. great Queen themed Netflix binge. Yeah, prime to I go. Have, uh, two more seasons of uh, Grey's Anatomy to get through before I even fuck. Before God. I even entertain the idea. That's hundred fifty episodes, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you figured out how many minutes or hours of Grey's Anatomy you've watched yet? Laura got bummed out because I figured out that <laughs> it, whenever it was, whenever it was, she was sitting down and I was like, you know, we've watched 257 of these since quarantine. And that's 258 hours. <laughs> Crazy. Oh. How many are you banging out a night? I, dude, I can just have it on. It's one of those shows that like you don't watch it like, uh, you know, Pulp Fiction or something. It's just like yeah. you can have it on, leave for two hours and then be like, OK, you listen for five minutes and you know exactly what's happening. Right, right, right. But, yeah, we've watched. 
a lot. And now it's kind of like uh, proving something. You know what I started was that the teacher show or whatever. Oh, I've heard oh, about I've that. Heard about that creepy uh, shit. A teacher. Dude. A teacher. That, yes. Oh. Bangs a student. Yeah, right? it is so buck. At the end of the pitch. Yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's been drinking he's been drinking that horny soda. He was drinking yeah, that horny he's, Sobe. <laughs> he's been drinking Sobe Eros, which was a conversation we started pre-roll, but oh, we'll yeah. work its way. No, please. A, that's, a, a no. callback, a callback before the recording started. We were talking about that Sobe horny mix, Eros. <laughs> yeah. I never I don't know. I don't know what you guys are talking about, really. It you don't remember different Sobe's were supposed to have different qualities? They were like Captain Planet rings. Was this Sobe supposed to make Everybody horny or just boys? <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it like it was just boys. I don't think it women would have. I don't think it was even that. for little boys. First of all, was it just supposed to be twelve-year-olds? It feels horny, like the, it? the tea with a lizard on it was more marketed towards boys than, yeah. than girls. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. There were some gross sobies, man. Some of them were like that. That like what the milky ones tasted gross. Oh, yeah, they all look gross. I never trusted the white ones. No way. They look cloudy. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. I don't need that. Cloudy piss. I don't need it ever. <laughs> Unless you're pouring it on my body, I don't really need it. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's gross. You covered in sobie. That's awful. Do you like knowing you bum people out? You just bum people out in four different cities. One of them in a different country. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's powerful. I'm just gonna go get. Hey, Laura, would you pour this sobe on my body? <laughs> I think we should baptize the baby in sobe. <laughs> That's that actually happened to Ryan Sheckler. That's why he's so <laughs> radical. <Dear laughs> Andy McDonald used to skate for sobe, and everybody gave him shit about it. And it's like he was just counting stacks. It's like Red Bull. They sponsor people now. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Get paid. I'd skate for soap. I do comedy for Red Bull, dude. I wear a, I wear a Red Bull leather vest and I go up on stage and I tell my jokes. <laughs> that's not real. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> this is too early for you to be making jokes like that. You like you you. I haven't done stand up since we've started dating and since we've really known each other. I do. I go up. I wear a Red Bull leather vest and I do stand up. Mm-hmm. Everybody calls him Red Bull, kind of like Red Fox, but yeah. it's Red Bull. <laughs> he also wears one of those helmet cams. <laughs> dude, I, yeah. <laughs> And he has a squirrel suit on. (laughs) If I start bombing, I just have him turn on like a heavy duty fan and then just whoa, and then I'm gone. (laughs) Oh, get the light. Flying squirrels. (laughs) (laughs) They land like superheroes, I guess. They land like with one fist on the ground when they're they're done flying. If you catch the still shot, men in squirrel suits? What happened? Regular squirrels. squirrels. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, They land with like a fist on the ground pretty adorable yo we got a pumpkin in my backyard or a squirrel in my backyard and he started eating one of the pumpkins that's been on the front porch oh yeah that's a common problem that's a big day for that squirrel i feel like yeah you're gonna kill him no (laughs) i love that squirrel (laughs) (laughs) so is that what you would do no my buddy there were rabbits uh eating eating his backyard basically and he got a slingshot and i told him i was like no i go i go you are gonna feel like shit if you hit one of these and he hit one didn't die and he like was almost crying and he's like i don't know what i was thinking i was like you're mad about your garden you own the house i get it but that's like how you know if a kid is a sociopath (laughs) yeah if he's like slingshotting bunnies in the backyard that's horrible no way what kind of slingshot dennis menace or (laughs) just to clarify did he buy a slingshot or did he have one 
Gosh, these are questions. He'll, he'll, he's going to be bummed probably that I said it, so I didn't say his name. So I'm sure he'll hit me up and then I'll be like, did you buy it? So I can air you out on the next episode as well. Shane, dude. <laughs> Shane Torres. Shane could not operate a slingshot. No. Way too, way too up there. <laughs> you just hand it to him and he'd be like, so I just throw this at the bunny then? <laughs> he'd be getting chased around by a bunny with a slingshot. Dude, I was texting Shane the other night because it took me three days to watch Southpaw because it's so sad. <laughs> oh, damn, dude. And that's a total Shane ass movie. Yeah. So every time I was oh, like, Oh, that boxing movie? Yeah, I was like, I had to shut off Southpaw again, dude. Yeah, that shit does not let up. Dude, it is so sad. And I've been, since Laura was like on quarantine from me. I just been sitting here watching movies for four days. It's been, it was pretty rad, actually. What have you watched? Uh, I just started watching Gladiator last night. I watched oh. Southpaw. I watched a few of the Mandalorians. Husband to a murdered wife. Yeah, yeah. Father to a murdered son. Yeah. And I will go. have my vengeance in this life or the next. Then what are you guys talking about? Uncle Buck? Gladiator, bro. No, we're talking about what I said to the neighbor, man. <laughs> <laughs> right when I moved in, I said that to the neighbor. <laughs> I just went over there. <laughs> I told that to the squirrel and just kept eating that pumpkin, dude. <laughs> But that squirrel squirrel sweatshirt, that's what I'm going to call him, I think. That's a good squirrel name. Squirrel sweatshirt. That's a very good name. Uh, did any of the movies, Sean, have <laughs> Gary Oldman, Nicole Kidman, or Natalie Portman in them? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, One cool. So did. we'll probably talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> I can just check my showtime to see. Yeah, you can. You get, to, you get all, all Sean's you're see is like, Sean, Sean watched the wood again. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean watched Baps. Yeah. I didn't even know they had Baps. Baps two somehow. <laughs> Sean, uh, how are you doing? Sean S. Jordan on Twitter. Sean Cougar Mel Jordan on Instagram. I'm all good, man. I'm in yeah. a yeah, just chilling. I'm surrounded by all my shoes. I went shredding today. I'm in a good ass fripping mood. Is how I'm doing. So. Shreddy furlong, dude. Shreddy furlong. There it is. Shreddy for yeah. Shreddy yeah. Shreddy Vetter. Yeah. Shred Savage. Oh, that one's dank, actually. That's really good. Because it's got Savage in it. <laughs> yeah. Shred Savage is on. If Fred Savage was cooler, Shred Savage would be such an awesome nickname. If it would Fred be Savage was cooler, Fred Savage would be a cooler Wait, name. Wait, is Fred like, Savage not cool? I think he's pretty cool. I think he seems cool. cool. He's like, like become, a, become an established television director. Yeah, didn't he do a lot of Always Sunny? No, is that not? It, I don't he's remember. the voice in like acura commercials or something he's cool he's, doing he's just good. not the kind of he's not yeah. the kind of cool that makes the nickname shred savage cool <laughs> i get that i get that like shreddy vetter's pretty cool you know what i mean yeah axel rose is like the kind of cool that would make shreddy shred savage cooler i get i know exactly what you're saying is ben savage no no, no. but the name ben savage is cool because it's like ben trill oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I'm ben i'm ben savage i'm ben savage <laughs> <laughs> you got some dick names Boy meets the four or five. Uh, right. <laughs> are you are you recovered from your drives? Yeah. Are you back to skateboarding like a G? Yeah, it took a while, dude. If I don't, I realize I need to do it at least every other day, or I every thirty nine like every day of my thirty nine years shows if I don't do it a lot. Yeah. So I was like embarrassed the other day, but yeah, it was all good. I went out with the big dog today, skated a little bit. Beautiful. Yeah, man. Shout out to all of them. Cool guy jokes 87 on Instagram. Hey. The G is silent on Twitter. David Boreas here. Hey. You know. How are you doing, buddy? Just poking around the internet all weird. You know. What I just, uh, on the Silk Road. It's going good. Yeah. yeah have you, did you go to the boob site at all? <laughs> they shut it down, actually. <laughs> David, do you know about the boob site? <laughs> <coughs> I don't. 
Oh, good. Let's get this earlier in the episode for anyone who hasn't heard about it either. Uh, Sean, explain the whole boob side thing. So I was, internet was brand new. And we didn't have a computer. This is like our first computer in the house. And I didn't know websites or anything. And I don't even think I could search. So I was just like, I wonder what I could. So I just typed in the www.theboobsite.com. <laughs> All it was, <laughs> it's exactly what you think it was. Just pictures of breasts, neck to belly button. Nothing Medi- else. Almost more medical than anything. Yeah. Seriously. Did it do anything for you? Nothing. But I was like, this is crazy that I can just look at this. Because this is before porn. That you Like it was this or like Playboy. So one night I came downstairs and my stepdad was down there with his cousin. She was visiting or something. And they're like, you've been on the internet lately? And her kids were down there too. They're like, you've been on the internet lately? And they were snickering. And I was like, why? And they, t- they turned the computer around and it was just the boob site up huge. And I was like, cool. And I just like stormed upstairs. <laughs> why do you want to embarrass me like that? You know that it, it was me. Obviously yeah. it was the teenager. <laughs> I like boobs. I have questions about them that none of you can answer. Who else could it be? (laughs) Sorry, I didn't go to Vietnam or whatever. This is, you know, (laughs) that's all we got. Google whatever Vietnam stuff you Google. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Was this even Google era? Is that like you don't Netscape navigate? I think it was like Ask Jeeves, and I, I don't know. I'm not Googling what movies did Martin Sheen make in the late <laughs> 70s, all right? Sorry. Yeah, oh. I never got that. Like, would you just want to stick it to your 13-year-old real quick? You feel good? that Like, this get you through the day? I mean, I think it was probably really hilarious. I'm sure it was, and like, I can't wait. I'll do it, too. But Yeah, it's, it's like, that's very, very... Because you didn't get, like, grounded. You didn't get in trouble, right? They just blew up your spot. <laughs> Yeah, they just they just aired me out, and I was like, oh, yeah, now I, I feel, got a, And then you stormed stupid. upstairs. That's hilarious. <laughs> Way upstairs. <laughs> Get another thing the boomers get that we won't get to have. They they're unique to that joy because like they were better at the internet than the kids, but that's gone now. Kids are always going to be better at the internet from yeah. here until turn. They'll be Absolutely. looking at porn in ways we have no idea how to track. You know oh, what I mean? God. Yeah. If we have kids, like probably the boobsite.org. <laughs> yeah, it's boobsite.org.tv. <laughs> dot gov oculus boobs you know it's gonna be that kind of thing i know how to get there (laughs) i didn't even know there was a there to get to that just mind blown there's three dimensional we're not supposed to know there's three-dimensional pornography i don't i don't want to be in that room no, nah, dude. You could you if there's three dimensional pornography, you should just meet a human being at that yeah, point. Yeah, that's what I would worry. I, and I don't want to three. Yeah, I don't want to be in there. What am I standing next to a grip? Just behind you, there's lighting guy. Yeah, <laughs> just over by the snack table, like hanging out. <laughs> just a makeup a makeup person on their phone. <laughs> You're just telling strangers like, yeah, it looks pretty sexy, huh? It looks pretty sexy over there. All right, Very cool. sad bowl of Doritos. Do you think they have nacho flavored snacks on the pornography no, side? No, you can't. You can't get that color no. on the skin. You don't want that's that. That's what powder. I was thinking. Unless, unless that's a new tab. Oh yeah, <laughs> Dorito dust. You gotta pay extra for that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a new tab. I get it. I get it. <laughs> like it, like amateur. I get it. I didn't get it at first. I get it. All right. All caught up? <laughs> yeah, I'm on. Letting oh, you guys yeah. know I got it. There's nothing. I'm not doing anything. Don't even. Okay. I'm not doing anything. I need to send a very discreet shout out 
to Sean's boy in San Francisco, whose name I will not say, oh, for yeah. the favor he hooked me up with, which I will not mention, but <laughs> I owe fun. you one, <laughs> and I'm very grateful. Thank you. Yeah, good on you, Very man. grateful. He was, he was pumped. It had nothing to do, for uh, the listeners, with Bolivia. No. No, 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 no. Wait, did you get one of those Boobaculus riffs? Oh, if I did. If I did. It definitely didn't come preloaded with a zip drive uh, from Bolivia. With that new Cool Ranch Dorito. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Oh no! <laughs> Those ones are for cycles. <laughs> when you get so deep, you're just in it. You know, you're in. Ian's it. like Ian's deep cover man. He doesn't even know what's it's real not even anymore. Sexual for me anymore. <laughs> We're being completely honest. <laughs> no, somebody somebody hooked me up with some kicks, and I just can't get into any more details than that. But I really appreciate it. I really really appreciate it. Uh, Dana Schwartz is here at Dana, the way Dana is spelled, and, and then Schwartz with four Zs? Three Zs, three Zs. Keep three it symmetrical. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about Jesus, that. Sorry dude. about that. Uh, Dana Schwartz, of course, host of the Noble Blood podcast, the, one of the only other podcasts. Uh, that's what I hear. That's what they say. Yeah. The only other one. So One of the only other podcasts. Author of several books, television writer extraordinaire, owner of a cat who every day is learning more and more about the U.S. presidents. Yeah, you've been doing an excellent job teaching him one by one about the U.S. presidents. Dana came over and uh, over what Thanksgiving. What are you teaching him? Okay. I'm, I'll explain. I'm unpacking it, all right? I, just had, I had to put, put the box on the table. Let me open it. Did you hear it. the tone? Did you hear the tone? The, the change? I did. You sounded, yeah. Yeah. Urgent. Yeah. Urgent and turgid. Uh, <laughs> Dana stayed over Thanksgiving. Cooked it. We cooked an amazing dinner. You cooked most of the dinner. Oh, thank you. It was really delicious. Uh, brought it looked dope. Beetlejuice, her cat. How do you spell it? I spell it like the movie, the easy way, the phonetic way okay. with, it, with okay. a J. I'm not getting in with this. this he's not named after a star. How pretentious would that be if I was like, here's my cat Beetlejuice named. It's spelled like the star. I I didn't even know it was a star. I just knew they spelled it with a G sometimes. Beetlejuice. <laughs> Sounds like a Portuguese sausage. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. He's a little Portuguese sausage. It he would is. Make sense. He's a very fluffy sausage. <laughs> I would just walk in rooms and say, Beetlejuice, it's time to learn about Calvin Coolidge and then pretend like I was fathering the cat. <laughs> That's and hilarious. Fun. Call, me. call me when you get to Taft. I have some notes. <laughs> <laughs> some big notes. Anyway, I introduced Dana and then proceeded to talk Sorry. myself for 30 seconds like a good comedian boyfriend. Uh, Dana, how oh, are you doing? Are we? Is that our relationship? Are we there yet? Uh, I'm the comedian boyfriend. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm fine. It was a pretty pretty low key day. I'm excited to be here. Excellent, yeah. excellent. This is fun because now I've met all of you in person at some point, not on Zoom. After the first time I hadn't, and now I have, and this is very fun. I feel like I know you as people. It was it's a way blast. funner. It's way more fun. Dana, last time you were here, you were wrong about Shrek. No, Are you I, hoping to repeat some of your similar uh, I think, mistakes? I think the historical record is going to prove that I'm right about Shrek. But I also want to say to everyone, and Ian, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Yeah. It, made it. you watch Iron Giant. How do you loved How it. do you feel? Yeah, Iron Giant, great movie. I had never seen the Iron Giant. I absolutely loved it. It was great. Vin Diesel turns in the performance of a year. <laughs> is he the Iron Giant? He is he the, was the Iron of the Giant. Giant. He's the titular Iron Giant. 
Whoa. <laughs> really? I had no idea. <laughs> Vincent Diesel. He plays Ron Ron Giant in the movie I Ron Giant. <laughs> I Ron Giant. <laughs> That's what it is, right? I comma Ron Giant. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, the government's mad at me. How come? <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I may have dozed off partway through. And no, I didn't. I I just joke. I was for the Ron Giant joke. I loved it. It was great. 90 minutes. Clean. Tight. Any real giant knows. <laughs> and then, you know, other You have a better Vincent Diesel than I thought. Vincenzo yeah, Diesel than really I thought good. you did. Yeah. I've seen it a lot. I've spent a lot of time. You never had me. You never had your tank. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> not bad. Yeah. David's it's, way better. It's not your uh, Prince Philip impression, but it's not bad. Yo. Hit me with that watch- PP. Throw it at me. <clears throat> mm, this is for uh, Crown uh, viewers of The Crown. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Get right. Put me on the spot. Put I did. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Take your time. Why'd you take your pants off? <laughs> I need. I need to. I need to. I need to. I need to. <laughs> right. Uh, putting on. I'm turning on britches. Britches. Uh, what should I say? In first what, should I, what would do? What would they have us do? What would they have us do? Wow. Philip. What do you? What do you? What are you planning to do with this? What? Do, I don't know why that's, that's all good. I can say. <laughs> What does she, what does she expect us to do? Bend over backwards for her just because she came to Balmoral? <laughs> you wow. lost it a little. You did too much on Balmoral. Yeah. Uh, what is the the key to doing Prince Philip is to moving your is to move your mouth as little as possible. That you nailed it. Nailed it. The royals never move their mouths. They can't be seen especially moving Prince mouth. Philip. The less you move your mouth, it shows the closer you are to being the next in line. It's a sign of power. Oh. <laughs> like, that's true. I read That'd that. That'd be so sick if they just had some goofy shit and that's how they figured it out. <laughs> they do. I mean, watching The Crown, you're like, oh, it's all goofy shit. Yeah. Oof, every time I get to the front of the line, it's like I've never been to Burger King before, which is ironic. <laughs> uh, I suppose it I'll take a BK Big Fish and some chicken fries. Not me, man. Four spicy chickens on the hop, and then I just throw money at them and I crip walk backwards. <laughs> yeah, do it with your with your crip walk uh, mouth, mouth mouth guard mask. <laughs> yeah, dude. We're living. I'm gonna wear that thing. I'm gonna wear that thing in the right neighborhoods, and I'll be just fine. Uh, Dana Schwartz, is there anything you would like to direct people towards that you're working on, or anything people can? You also write a, a weekly column for, is it Bustle? It's Bustle. Yeah, you can yeah. find that on, on my Twitter. I tweet that out. I think the big one is if you like, yeah, history, listen to uh, Noble Blood, Noble Blood a podcast where I talk about history. I, that's how you're going to sell it? Yeah, that, do I need to do more? It's kind of a soft sell. I mean, we've got like a lot of eager AFE fans here who definitely, you know, Want to listen to other podcasts? Ours is the only one they know about so far. It's just I would maybe bring a little more fire to the to the pitch. It's just how would how would you describe it? How would I describe? It's not about yeah. me. I, I would describe. <laughs> you heard me describe all fantasy everything. All fantasy everything is a delightful romp through the imaginations and friendship of three uh, three stand up comedians in their thirties, and whichever guest they happen to bring along that episode. Okay, no, as no, always, no. my super producer Marissa, they cascade through a variety of titillating subjects, from food to movies to music to everything else in the world of pop culture. The ho- the podcast is hosted handsomely by Ian Karma, <laughs> but that, he lifted that directly from our Jewish Journal review. Don't get it. He he took that. He took that. All right, I, I will say Noble Blood. Noble Blood is the fully scripted history podcast in which uh, 
stunningly beautiful uh, comedian's girlfriend, Dana Schwartz, uh, <laughs> spends two weeks researching an interesting story about a historical royal and then relays it to you in a way that the common layperson can just appreciate as an interesting story, but then also, you know, feel smart to tell your friends historical fun facts and stuff. That's the move. That's there, the yes. pray, pray there on it is. Someone like me pray on the weakness of ignorance where you're just like, I would love to be able to drop some facts like well, at a dinner party. I don't know about ignorance. I don't know if I should drop this, but you did beat both me and Ian at Trivial Pursuit. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, Fuck. It's going to oh, happen again. I don't know if that happened. I, don't, <laughs> I can't I thought imagine. you were going to mention one of the three times I beat you at Bananagrams. You weren't going to bring that up? No, I was oh, not. Damn. No, that, was, yeah! that wasn't fair. No, that <laughs> was... Uh, they're still counting the electorates. They're still counting. They're still figuring it out. Yeah. It's fucking Nevada's taking yeah, forever. Yeah, Nevada. It's uh, Alaska, I think, also. Definitely, I have Alaska in the bag. When aren't they, you know? Sean was between 10 and 12 sheets to the wind and fucking beat both of us. <laughs> Dead at, sober. At trivial Pursuit. Hard. Think, I think you guys were just trying to get to bed. I no, think. Dana was. I, we I stayed was up very, for like another hour after sleepy. that. Very sleepy. Just breaking down game film. Yeah. <laughs> Dana was trying to get out of the game. You and me stayed up watching skateboarding and music videos for another hour after you, after you beat exactly me. exactly like what I would yeah. have us doing. Yeah. Yep. Now, the person he beat at Trivial Pursuit, fair and square, unlike Dana, who just had to go to bed, was Ian Carmel. Ian Carmel on Twitter. Ian Carmel on Instagram. Ian Carmel on Jewish Gold Belly app, which I almost <laughs> used to get us Russ and Daughters for Hanukkah, but it would have been too much, and now we know there's going to be so much food coming in, it would have been very silly to do that, but I'm going to do it. Oh, that would have been very thoughtful. Well, yeah. you get full credit now just saying it. Nice. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. I have the tab open on my computer right next to uh, uh, the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the boob site. <laughs> the boob site. <laughs> uh, what I listen to all fantasy, everything. Watch the late, late show with uh, James Corden, where I where I chime in during the monologue uh, and uh, with with various witticisms. Oh, my mm -hmm. God. Do you know what I just saw? I don't mean to astonish anyone, but I'm astonishing myself. Tobias Menzies, the actor who plays Prince Philip, follows me on Twitter. What? It's very exciting to me. That's fun. You, you got to get him that impression. I know. You have a shitload of Twitter followers, don't you? Have, isn't it like 250,000? That's too many. No. I What's have, up there? Uh, like, like 180. What? That's a grip either uh, way. Shit. That's, I mean, you're talking to 15, 20K over here. Me I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm over here it's, a it's only 14. the one that matters. And right now, the one that matters is the actor playing Prince Philip. Oh, man, I almost went to Zoolander. We gotta get this impression to him. He'll be, of, he'll, yeah, he'll love enjoying, it. I've been enjoying your observations. Nope, it's gone. I, I lost it. I don't know what happened. You'll get it. Yeah, back. you started okay. to sound like the guy from the lollipop commercial. Yeah. <laughs> what would they have us do? I've been enjoying your tweets. I've been tweets is a very hard word to say like that. Tweets. I've been tweets. I've been, I've been enjoying your tweets about. Been uh, tweets. I've been enjoying your tweets about literary figures from the. I can't. It's 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 gone. It's gone. I'm sorry. It's who, okay, which one? Who do? Which is the impression that I absolutely nail when I try it? It was my RZA. <laughs> Yo, I've been enjoying. I've been, I've been enjoying your tweets about the boils. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yo, Dennis Schwartz, I've been enjoying your tweets about the boils. It's so funny. Saying, What's that impression that I nail every time? <laughs> As a way to introduce your impression. Oh yeah, it's the RZA. But the RZA, the RZA. Did you say? Did you just say the RZA? RZA. He's got a he's bit, of a, a, he's got a bit of a speech impediment. He, oh. he has a soft R. Hanging R's. Riz has got him, dude. Absolutely. 
Uzu. Are you too good for Otto? Uzu. Otto's my Lotto, man. See this whole grill? On the house. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not good. I does. <laughs> I was I was being serious when I said I nail it, but uh, yeah, I do. I got a pretty solid RZA. Now we are gathered here today not only to hear Sean Jordan nailing a RZA impression, but also <laughs> to draft uh, to draft movies. This is almost a hark harkens back to the very first episode of All Fantasy Everything we did back in 2016, uh, which is we drafted the movie Airheads, where we drafted the careers of Brendan Fraser. Uh, Adam Sandler and Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. Now, this is one we've been kicking around the old noggin for quite a while because all of these actors' last names end in man. So today we are drafting the movies of the old man, <laughs> the port man, and the kid man. Yeah. Gary Oldman, Natalie Portman, and Nicole Kidman. Now, the way we determine the order of that draft is through a rollicking game of rock, paper, scissors, play between the three of you and we throw on shoot. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. What is it, Dana? I can't see it. Oh, oh Sean wins. Fuck yeah, bro. No. Yuck, Sean yuck, yuck. uses. No, because we both out. did odd one out. Odd got one it. out. Got it. Yep. Yeah. Yuck, 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 yuck. Cutting it Seance out. Jordan. It Seance Jordan wins. Uh, yeah, now, bro. Sean, as the winner of Rock, Paper, Scissors, it is incumbent upon you to determine the order of today's draft. But before you do that, I will remind you, it is a serpentine draft. And what is that? Great question. It is a great question, David. It's great. Every time. Uh, and what I'll say, Danny, you like Scrabble. It uh, is, yeah, uh, Danny, yeah. Let's say you're going, you, ma you make a word, you go left to right, and then you take the last letter of that word and you make a word going down. So now Ooh. you're kind of on the right side of the board. You need to get back over to the left side. So what you're going to do is you're going to take the last letter of the word you just made going down, and then you're going to make a word from left to right, but that will actually bring you back over to the left side of the Scrabble Sean, board. I'm just going to say there had to have been an easier way to explain <laughs> what a serpentine draft is. There, there wasn't. Uh, you can't just simply say it's like a snake. David just doesn't get these for some reason. I don't so, get them. It's uh, me. So then it's you take the me. first letter of that yeah. that new word that you've made. Now you've made mm. three words. And mm. then you make another word going down. So now it's sort of like a question mark that you have made. Yeah, I can and see you wanna, it. Yeah, you want to get back over to the right side of the board. So you take the last letter of the fourth word and you make another word going left to right, which ultimately brings you to the right side of the board. And then you just kind of rinse repeat until you're all out of letters. And I win by like a point probably, mm, I think, yeah. when we play. Yeah. Uh, but I've also asked you how to spell a couple words and you told me as a favor to our new and budding friendship. Uh, so it's not, it's a hollow victory. The real, the real victory was friendship and getting, getting to know one another. Spot that's on, really sister. Good. You nailed it. I'm not certain that's a great description of <laughs> I think it might be bad. Well, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I really uh, certain that I'm thrilled about your tone, am I? <laughs> what it means is if you pick fourth in the first <laughs> round you pick first in the second round uh now sean with that in mind what will the order of today's draft be my friend dana you can go first thank Whoa! you thank you yeah. so much that's so generous uh and then i'll be going and then david and then ian hot corner <laughs> now dana before you draft none of these actors were in shrek so if you were looking to make it up i'm sorry yeah we'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to, yeah yeah we'll have to figure that out next can podcast. i just dive right in uh, no, but we will get to your first pick. <laughs> Absolutely. We will dive right in after uh, some brief stretching during this short break.
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Wondery. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series from shows like Kid Nation, CBS is weird, like Lord of the Flies style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town. Sounds insane. Uh, to The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. Also sounds insane. On each episode of Wondry's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem, the women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Policy Genius. Uh, now, something you can really do for your family this spring, something you want to do. Sure, you want to go get in shape. You want to learn how to do the splits. You know, you got to redo the bathroom. One thing you can do, <laughs> that, that's all me, by the way. I want to learn how to do the splits. Shopping for life insurance with Policy Genius uh, as part of your financial planning for the year. Getting life insurance just means that you have a peace of mind. So if something's going to happen to you, if it were to happen to you, your family can cover the expenses while getting back on their feet. That's what life insurance is for. And luckily, Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top life insurance companies and their team of licensed experts. They're on hand just to kind of talk you through it. So I have life insurance through no effort of my own. My wife did everything as she does, but I was sort of on the sidelines of the project. And it, it was such a hard thing she had to do. She had to go through and compare everything, find all the quotes herself. But it helps me sleep tremendously, especially now that we have a kid. Also, it's, it's a bummer to talk about, but once you get it out of the way, you don't have to talk about it again. And that's where Policy Genius comes in. They make it the easiest and quickest possible situation you could have. Policy Genius has licensed award-winning agents 
technology that makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers. Just a few clicks, you're going to find the lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams, which, you know, I've always wanted to avoid unnecessary medical exams. Nothing new for your boy. So if that sounds like something you're into, Policy Genius can get it done. They also work for you, not the insurers. That means they don't have uh, some sort of quota they got to meet. They're not hitting like bonus numbers or anything. They just want you to get the best quote possible and the best insurance for you. So they're out for you, not the insurance companies, which I'll let you boy. That's what we're looking for. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Yeah, and we're back. Welcome back to All Fantasy Everything, the only podcast to ever exist, except, of course, for Noble Blood and uh, Hysteria and then and, 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 and any other podcast that Dana Schwartz ends up working on at any point. Thank you but, so much. But it was all fantasy everything Damn first. You. And yeah. uh, I think we started in the early 19th. I'm just 40s. following in your size 13 shoes. Oh, you know, the off top, right off, off the dome. Uh, right off the dome. Yeah. I know your shoe size. Oh, thank you, baby. Uh, now, Dana Schwartz, you were selected to go first. And that means you have the first pick in the old man, the port man and the kid man. All fantasy everything draft. What will that pick be? You know what? Maybe an unexpected pick. It's a Kidman picture. And it's a little film I like to call Paddington. Ah, damn, damn it. it. Okay. You know, I just movie. watched it's... it off of the recommendation of the two of you. It is so good. It's just a, a, a perfect movie. It makes me cry. He's just a bear who's kind and polite and wants a home. And I love it. And that's my first draft pick. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's, you know what'll, are you guys watching Fargo? I dropped off. Yeah. You dropped off. <laughs> Paddington is the rabbi. So the guy in Fargo. There's so a the, bear? Paddington bear? Paddington's voice is the. Oh, Ben Wisha. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. I did not. I didn't know that. That's pretty buck. So, ben Wisha yeah. and uh, Paddington and Hugh Grant are also lovers in a very English scandal. And that's Real a fun, good. a fun universe combining. Oh, I didn't know that wow. was a movie. I thought that was just a thing that happened. I was going to say, a very English scandal. A very English scandal. <laughs> yeah, Paddington was adorable, and it's such a fun watch. The dad in Paddington is so funny. He's just so huffy the, and puffy. The Daddington? The Daddington. <laughs> is the second one as good? I've heard that it's really great. But the I'm, second one yeah. is better, in my opinion. It's honestly like maybe one of the best sequels, where it like takes what you like about the first one and just does it perfectly and like adds more. I think uh, we're going to run Paddington 2 this very evening. So. It's a gift. You absolutely should. You have to let us know what you think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And please report back if you cry, because I think it's impossible not to cry at the end. You're going to get you're going to you're going to start being let down by the times that I cry. They carry a lot of gravity when we first get to know each other. But after a while, you'd be like, oh, he just cries. Yeah. All that's, the time. That's 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 only a Sean note. No one else feels that way. Well, Paddington yeah, we 2 is a cry. very deserving cry. Okay. Then, I, then I'll cry. I'll, I'll tell you right now. Noted author Dana Schwartz and I uh, double featured them on the night before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Just because they're the coziest movies of all time. Watched, watched one and then immediately watched the second one. Drank about nine glasses of tea. A, an instant brand new Thanksgiving tradition. That's beautiful. David, have you seen Paddington? I haven't seen it yet. I got like a few that I'm saving that post week, uh, post Christmas to uh, to New, New Year's. Year's is like really where I try to get in like 
that's when you need as much good cheer as possible. So I that's got true. I got a few that I'm cramming in. Yeah. Nicole Kidman in the it plays the villain in the first movie. Yeah. Ooh. Great. I, I like her as a villain. She plays a taxidermist. Pax Paddington is like a, a great actor showcase because every actor is like, as long as their game gets to like really have fun, like it's just like a who's who of British character actors. And I think that it's nice to see Nicole Kidman have fun. She's yeah, she's great in it. She her uh, Hugh Grant in the second one also goes incredibly hard and just like they you can give big performances. You don't need to be restrained. Oh my god, if you're an actor, I can't imagine uh, anything more fun than being a Paddington villain. I'm going to I'm going to name some of the actors from the original Paddington movie and we have to decide which one is the most British, okay? <laughs> Are you gonna, like, their names? Their British yeah. names? Okay. Their yeah. actor the actors names. Okay, yeah. open up. Open it up. Ben Wish Ben Wishall, Hugh Bonneville. That's my pick. That's my pick. I'm only going with I'm only going with the ones that sound very yeah, British. Yeah. I'm not going to say all of them. Imelda Staunton. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> that's a British name. Yeah, that's pretty big. Simon Farnaby. There no. it is. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. Farnaby. Farnaby. <laughs> and Madeline Worrell. I think Simon Farnaby. Farnaby. Yeah. Farnaby's yeah, yeah. big. This is back in Paddington, too, but Hugh Grant's real middle name is Mungo. His name is Hugh Mungo Grant. That's you can just insane. name people that? Yeah. His name's Hugh Mungo? Yeah. That's How like is a, that true? I swear to God, it's like true. Like short, short for Hugh Mungo? No, it's like a family name. Like His name I mean, is Hugh, Hugh Mungo Grant. Mungo Grant. <laughs> I, it's Hugh John Mungo Grant, but it's Hugh Mungo Grant. Oh my God. <laughs> That's wild. That's the like, best. It's like his mom's maiden name or something. Yeah, like. Man, if I'm. Yeah, they threw a Mungo in there. I That's feel like, like that, that fact should be more places. Like, for it's sure. like I'm trying. That should for be sure. the national Mungo anthem. Grant? Of course it should be more places. It's like Hugh when Mungo I found Grant. out his birth name was Keith Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it is? Yeah. His mother's name is Juanita Sweat. God damn. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. Holy Yeah, you thought it was sweat because of sex. This day just keeps shining. I had no idea. <laughs> Paddington, it's a great pick because there are, well, I'll, I'll get to this point later. Uh, but yeah, great pick. Paddington, first off the board. Sean, time for your first pick. Well, since we just watched it, I'm going uh, with the old man on this one and I'm picking True Romance. Oh, damn it's it. a good pick. Yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Every like course, course. probably once a year, I'll watch that. We watched it together, and it is unbelievably that movie's so good. And Gary Oldman shines in that movie. He wildly different than anything that I've ever seen him do. And it's like I didn't find out that was him until shot years after I saw it. It's astonishing. The old man has been in some amazing movies. He's had some like really. He has. He plays some weird fucking characters. He's like all over the board. He's got man. some range too. That's how you yeah. like that dude must be a fucking brilliant actor because, yeah. He's like a a classic character actor. Like give him a yeah. weird character and he'll nail it. Yeah, yeah, he's like a mega character actor. Yeah, like he's a, like like a white dreadlock pimp named Drexel from really? the <laughs> from the suburbs or the inner city of Detroit, who only wears a silk bathrobe when he's at his house with a ton of other people in his house. I mean, uh, that's a yeah. flex. I'm not, that's a big flex. <laughs> you know, I've never had a robe. I'm not, you guys, y'all got robes? I'm a big robe person. I have a silk robe. And if I, if I, if I had more time to prepare, I would have been wearing it right now. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> Rarely do you hear somebody say, if I had more time to prepare, I'd be wearing my robe. I, I was sort of rushed. I didn't think about it. I, if, if I had realized that like we had all met in person and we were friends, we were at the silk robe state of our relationship, right. I was caught off guard. Also, it surprises me that you never had a rose robe because you were such a big bath guy. Yeah, Sean, you should have had a robe by now. Yeah. Well, here's a weird thing. Oh, another weird thing. I used to not dry off. Did I ever tell you guys that? What? No. Did you like shake like a dog? I would just get out and I would just put my shit on. I did not use towels or anything. And I just remembered this the other day. And then one day my aunt hugged, my aunt hugged me and she's like, why are you so wet? And I was like, I don't. And then she deduced that I did not dry myself off. because, And she's like, you need to dry yourself. How did she and ever was, think of that? I was proper old. Like, oh, I, you know, 12. Probably. And I'm just not drying myself. <laughs> Look at Ian's face. I don't even know what to do with that. That's it's like this crazy story that you thought couldn't get any weirder. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, and then yeah, but the bath thing went even harder. You never dry off. No, I didn't dry off. I would I would dry. I would put my clothes on. And that that's is not what I would drying use. off. Sean. That's just getting your clothes wet. So you would just yeah. be damp at first period when my mind. They were like drying. That's what in my mind I was like, this is drying and they'll dry off eventually. That what was did you what think it would do. people had towels in the bathroom for? <laughs> well, it might have been like a like a maybe I was trying to be quicker or something. I don't I can't rationalize. You know what's quicker? I'm not taking a bath. <laughs> <laughs> you live in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where it's like real it's so cold. cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad cold. Yeah. And I used to go to like basketball. I think you about this from like it's not too late. To start drying you off? You can get a robe now. Yeah. Uh, you know, I will. And you can start drying off. Yeah. I'll get a robe. Uh, eventually, I'll have it. one. I'll have a robe. <laughs> you didn't dry off. That's so wild. <laughs> yeah. Did I you, so would you that. like, so you'd go on the bus and you would just be soaking wet? <laughs> I didn't start taking the bus until after that, till, I don't know, seventh grade or something. But so I barely, barely missed the window. <laughs> wow. I also just want to say the way you say deduce, may, like you, the particular way you say, say it makes it sound like a sound effect. Deduce. 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 You, say, <laughs> you say deduce. Deduce. Yeah, I need to go downtown and pick up my deduce from the auto body shop. Sounds like you're doing the Phil Collins drum fill. Deduce, 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 deduce. Yeah. Yeah, true romance. <laughs> It's a great movie. Now, Dana, we've all yeah. uh, we've talked extensively about True Romance on this podcast. You had never seen it before. I'd never seen it. You're a woman. You're younger than us. What did you think of it? You having never seen it before? I really liked it. I I it felt like a gap in my cinema knowledge that I hadn't seen it. I'd sort of been meaning to see it. I really liked it. I thought there were a few like unnecessary like more than one unnecessary N-word conversations that yeah, felt yeah, like- Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. yeah, and at that point, I'm like, you know what, when you're doing Django Unchained, like he needs to do it. Okay, fine, Quentin, but like, this is about white people in Detroit. You had you didn't need to do this, Jan no, uh, he Quentin. Loves he really loves it. Almost like he has some feelings. <laughs> uh, so yeah, with the exception of like one or two scenes where I'm like, this could have been cut and the movie would have been, have lost nothing. Uh, but no, overall, really good movie. We all agree. Amazing soundtrack to that movie. Yep. It is. Hans Zimmer, man. I, this is the first time I put that together. That he like scored it. That's crazy. Yeah. And the old man does a lot with a little in that movie. He's not in it for long, but he's in it for a good time. Yeah. 
Sean, did you ever think about white dreadlocks? Was that ever in play? No. Okay, it good. never crossed your mind. That wasn't like actual gangster enough for me. Like, O-Dog, I thought about like dookie braids, like longer, like O-Dog braids, like thicker braids. Dreadlocks were never gangster. Those are rot, like Rasta stuff. But I don't yeah. really, like they're gangster if you think about like Screwface. It like had dreadlocks, but that's like mob gangster, not like like Crip gangster. Didn't use a towel, never thought of dreadlocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not adding up. I don't know. There's no math for that. Dana, if you had to guess what Screwface was from or who Screwface is, what would you just add it? Just I don't, clear blue sky. don't make me do this. Feels like I'm going to offend someone and I have You're absolutely gonna, no, no idea. No, I doubt it. Use, use it in a sentence. Use it in another sentence. Screwface well, was a pretty good villain in that movie because it was revealed that he was he had a twin. So it, was, it made him a great villain. So. <laughs> well, that gave up a lot of the game. Now it's just guessing a movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, sorry. Oh, I, shit. Yeah. I, I have no Boondock Saints. Oh, that's not too bad. It's marked guess. for death. Uh, yeah. Steven Seagal. I, it's, a guess. <laughs> it's a good guess, though. If you would have got it right, probably would have had to break my computer. I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> just casually like, oh, marked for death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, true romance off the board. David, time for your first pick. I'm picking the old man being a weirdo again. I'm picking the fifth element. Shit! Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I had to get it quick. He's so fun. I knew you were going to take He's that. He's so weird. And yeah, I, I was worried. I, I was worried it was going to go in the first round. I was, I was really wanting that. It did. It yeah, you were right. Round, yeah. I did it. I did it. I did it. I figured it'd be you because you ride the hardest for that movie. I fucking love that. Chris Tucker's best on-screen performance. Best thing he ever did. He's really fun in that, yeah. Yeah, he's the, it's the funniest thing he ever did. That's a, that's a bold. I, I don't mean that. I'm in the dark on it a lot. Like I've seen it, but I don't remember a ton of it. So I, I th that's something that's got to get watched in the next like month. It's crazy because it seems like you you would like it's wild to me when you're not like yo. I watch that all the time. You seem <laughs> like you'd be a Fifth Element guy. I love it. It was one of the first DVDs that like my dad had. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Ivan was into the Fifth Element game. He loved it. He uh, Gary Oldman plays a Southern corporate. Space gangster named Zorg, <laughs> with like a with like a I don't what do you call that haircut faceplate situation? I don't even know what that is. He's got like a plastic plate that goes over his forehead with like a sweep back, like proud boy haircut, and like almost. a weird little goatee kind of right. Yeah. yeah, he's got a little yeah. soul patch. What's a proud boy haircut? I didn't know they had haircuts. Oh, like real close on the sides and long, like like oh, Brad yeah, Pitt in yeah, that tank right, movie. Word. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean. I don't know how to describe it, but it's great. Go watch it. Go watch the old man kill it in the fifth element. Yeah. Another just like wild choice. Do you think the director uh, was like, the director will probably come up again in this movie, by the way, Luke Besson, or in this draft. Do you think probably he will. was like, yeah, you're a, you're, you're Southern. You're a Southern space gangster. I feel like he absolutely <laughs> did not. And, and uh, old men just threw it out. And Luke Besson was like, yes, yes, yeah, more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he just, show, he just showed up with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the script could not have said in parentheses, like a Southern alien space gentleman. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Southern alien space gentleman, dude. Everyone's just making the biggest choices of that movie, and it's so good for. It. And then there's Bruce Willis in the middle making no choice. No, he was really it was really diehearted out kind of. Yeah, just being just being Bruce Willis. Total Bruce Willis ass yeah. move. I don't know. It's Joseph Gordon-Levitt stole the story about because Bruce Willis is like notoriously like just kind of an asshole, but not mean. It, I think people say it's just like a dick. And uh, on the set of Looper, he walked up. 
he hadn't said anything to Joseph Gordon-Levitt yet, and he walked up and he's like, yeah, you do look like me. And then he just walked away. <laughs> Apparently, and this is uh, an unofficial story. Apparently, I've heard that uh, on the set of Looper, Bruce Willis did not want to sit through any makeup to look at all like jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He, so he did not meet him halfway. Joseph uh, Gordon-Levitt had to sit through all of the all makeup of to look like Bruce Willis. What a when dick. Instead That's of, like, hilarious. Both, both going a little bit towards they the middle. They made his face so much bigger and every day i'd be like can't they make bruce's a little can we do no, both do something bruce did not want to <laughs> be a bummer i'll buy that i'll buy yeah, that I'll story buy completely I, I can't imagine being that way to someone i would volunteer to probably do it all myself so joseph gordon levitt didn't have to do anything I just, he seems I like a sweetie yeah i just can't imagine being that way but whatever speaking of joseph gordon levitt john lithgow was on the late late show today the day mm-hmm. we're recording this and i think this is just a famous person thing to do but like he walked up to me and just like acted like he knew me and was just like, hey, what's up, man? Good to see you. And did like an elbow bump and like all that stuff. Have that I told you my thing with sick. famous people is that they all say good to see you instead of nice to meet you. They all do that. I do it, too. But I did. But in this case, I didn't even say hi, John Lithgow. He came. He walked out of his way and walked up to me like we'd met before. We've Have never you met, met before. You, are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Did he tell him you watched The Crown? No, no, I didn't. It was did you a, tell him you loved brief... him in the Manhattan Project? No, I didn't tell him that either. I did I did compliment him on the latest season of, uh, what's that old lawyer? Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> <laughs> Third Rock from the Sun. Lithgow <laughs> <laughs> was, was in a show, what was that show? Perry Mason. He was good in Perry Mason. Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, he was in Perry Mason. But no, I, we didn't really talk for long. He went about his married after that, but like, yeah, just walked up to me. Heat-seeking missile. Awesome, yeah. Lithgow. The elbow bump reminded me I was skating today and this kid, this real little kid, he was probably eight, did a pr- really cool trick for a kid. And this uh, girl was there. She was probably 20 skating and she had a mask on and everything. And she went up to the kid. She's like, that was awesome. Give me give me an elbow bump. And he goes, no, I don't want to get sick. And he just walked away. It was and I started laughing. I was like, he just dogged you so hard. So hard. <laughs> it was hilarious. No, I don't want to get sick. And then he just... <laughs> Yo, I've been having to yell at people uh, about this mask thing out for walks. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just get out of the way. But sometimes there's no getting out of the way. They're like, there's like, the, you're on the sidewalk and there's a, a busy road, you know, and it's like, yeah. hey, put a mask on. People go jogging and you're like, well, I mean, you're, you're doing the heavy breathing now. What are you, yeah. what are you doing? Anyway, that's neither here nor there. It's also yelling at someone for them, which is like a new experience, you know? Yeah. <laughs> for your own good. It's yeah. practice for being a parent. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Get that out of your nose. Don't eat it. <laughs> Put that over your mouth. The fifth element is great. It's a fan it's a fantastic the fifth element. element. That's what we we're talking about. Uh time for my first and second picks, as tis. Uh, with my first pick, I have to I have to take these two off the board. With my first pick, I'm going to take okay. an old an old man. Uh-huh. And I'm taking uh-huh. the dark knight. Yeah. yeah. All right. Had to come off the yeah. board. All right. Yeah, had to come off. Did. Had to come off the board. One of the one of the greatest superhero. I don't even like superhero movies that much. Although I, I'm starting to enjoy them more and more. I watched a few of the Marvel ones, but in my opinion, one of the greatest, if not the greatest superhero movie of all time. Oh, yeah. He plays Commissioner Gordon in it. He's great as Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, he nails it. He's like he walked right out of like a like a pulpy gothic like Batman comic book. Looks good in a mustache. Second only to Ian Carmel. 
Yeah, Thank you very go. much. There you go. Oh, I forgot. He is going hard on that mustache. Yeah, yeah that looks he's amazing. got a big fucking broom, like a big like broom handle mustache. <laughs> yeah. And then when he has to like fake his death in the movie and like put his family through that, that's like that's a like a real fucking gut wrencher. Cause like, oh man, to have to know that you your wife for a while will think that you're dead. Yeah. And to have to do that to someone that you love would just be terrible. And, and it wouldn't even Okay. He's Gary Oldman, so you know he fooled him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean he's the old man. He's great. He's a great actor. He is. He's just the perfect. Again, you go from like Drexel to Commissioner Gordon. It's so different, and then he's just so good at it. Both, both, so good. I love me some old man. Yeah, I love the old man. Yeah, it's just, that's the Heath Ledger one, of course, where he plays the Joker. Mm-hmm. You know, like Sean's. Sean's. Sean, come on, we know what it is. <laughs> Sean's favorite. <laughs> Oh gosh! Oh no, Dana. No, this is a. It's not, fra- it's not framed or anything. Uh-huh. But this here is a Dark Knight poster. You see, and he's saying, "Why? Why get so that, serious? Get that framed. A baby's bed. A baby's room." I'm gonna. Well, I'm thinking what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna thumbtack it above Laura and I's bed. I yeah. think. Surprise her with it some night. Be like, look up. Make sure it's not the first time it's been thumbtacked. It should have a bunch of holes in every yeah, corner. Yeah. Oh, a rip from that time I had to move hastily. <laughs> we yeah. don't want to say why, but I, I had to get out. <laughs> so, so it was ripped. And then I'm going to I'm gonna thumbtack it to the ceiling, and I'm going to be like, hey, Lord, check it out. I put a mirror on the ceiling, and then, you know, the joke will be, I'm the Joker. Oh, yeah. Telling a joke, you see. No, that's I'm a joke. I'm the Joker. Yeah. That's so twisted. That's so twisted. You're so yeah. twisted, Sean. That's why I won't, uh, no prenup, you know? I put my foot down, because I don't, don't want any surprises like that, so. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just great. Gary Oldman is great in it. He's he's the perfect Commissioner Gordon. He's like the he's Commissioner Gordon to the extent that now like there's a few guys who were so good in those like supporting superhero roles. Uh J.K. Simmons as uh J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah, yeah. Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson. God, he didn't. He looked he like the cartoon. Nailed or the comic book, sorry. Yeah. Nailed it. And Michael Caine as Alfred. And like now it's gonna be hard to accept anyone else in any of those roles. Well, one of these days they're just gonna stop making Batman movies, and I won't have to. Nope, that's never yeah, gonna right. happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's happening. Right. That's a, it's a fun thing to say. <laughs> the thing is, in the comics, it's kind of amazing. And this is now. Did you know you're dating a, a geek girl? Um, in the in the comics, Fake geek girl. <laughs> there's so many like Batman storylines that they haven't even like gotten to yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? They keep doing the same one over and over, and so it's like. They're they're not going to end because they they have so many left to do. If you could just find Lau, then they could just move on to a different movie. But it's, where's Lau? Oh, both ears, dude. We both came in on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing the hockey pants. <laughs> what? Pray to me. Pray to- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hell yeah. Bunch of Batman up in here. Uh, the Dark Knight is my first pick, and my second pick. I'm staying with the old man, uh, and another one of his iconic characters, a character by the name of Sirius Black from the motion picture. Yeah, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you mad at him? He just took that one out just to <laughs> to make just to hurt me. I think. What are you talking? Why Damn. would I take it just to hurt you? I Unless love you that movie. Damn. You don't even like Harry Potter. Love I beef. like the love movies. Beef. Love beef. Damn. 
It's like it's like this would be on VH1 right now. This is between you this two. Is, you just got little boosied. In, uh, <laughs> yeah, I do this shit to David for days. I took the smell of weed one time. I don't even smoke weed. I don't even David. want to talk about. It. I thought we were over. <laughs> I said, don't bring it up anymore. We're Burn never over, dude. <laughs> All right, Ian, talk about how much you love Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. See, the he does this to me. Harry Potter movie directed by Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah, and, we all uh, know that. Yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah, David and I, David and I talk about this when you guys aren't even around. So. Yeah, it, it yeah, introduced yeah. a visual language to the universe. It, it, it or yeah, I was just gonna. <laughs> I had been waiting to see what they were gonna do with the Dementors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's the best Harry it's the best Harry Potter movie. It's uh and and he's great in it, playing Sirius Black, a guy who we think is one thing, and then turns out he's another. I don't want to spoil it in case anyone hasn't seen The Prisoner of Azkaban. In case anyone's... <laughs> Ian, you feel like after you finish the Redwall books, you're going to go to Harry Potter? No. <laughs> have, you re- have you ever read them? I've never read the Harry Potter books. It seems Point. pointless at this point. Oh, yeah. I, I God, I always forget that now J.K. Rowling is a shitty person. So it's like, yeah, now it's not even, it's not even worth it. It's not even about that for me. We got a wand right upstairs. Uh, official Harry Potter wand. Cool. Pretty rad. Big gulps. Maybe, huh? maybe you All should right. use it to manifest yourself a towel after that bat. <laughs> <laughs> Expel a drymus. I take baths now, still like pretty regularly, and Wet like washed. again. Yeah, I look and I'm like, if I did not dry off after this motherfucker, I'd look like a it's lunatic. Wild. <laughs> it's a crit because everywhere you go, you just look mad sweaty. Yeah, there's wet. You get water everywhere. I would have thought it would have been a funnier story if you like shook dry like a Labrador. It just fucking shake it off. Sure, I give it a shot. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think much of the water's coming off though. Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. It also has the Rickman in it. Alan Rickman. Yep. Yeah. Severus mm-hmm. Snape. Yep. Dana, you're a huge Harry Potter fan. Do you want to talk about the Prisoner of Azkaban? <laughs> no, no, I don't. You See don't? that? No. See? It's Take not it all away. fun and games. <laughs> We're in a huge fight. This is a fight? Oh, shit. One time uh, we were drafting states, and I picked Hawaii, and Ian's like, you've never even been to Hawaii, and then he got all on my shit about you? it. Is that you? That's actually, I think it's a pretty good Ian. <laughs> what is it? Do me now. Do me. Do me. <sighs> you, no, I can't. I don't. You're okay, too much do, bass in your do voice. Do Dana. Do Dana. Do Dana. No, don't. It's gonna make me yeah, feel bad Dana. about myself. <laughs> okay, do me. Do me. Then I. Sh- all right. Um, you've never even been to Hawaii. <laughs> Perfect. Come on. Like you just do, did you. Here, I'll do. I'll do Ian again. <laughs> you've never even been to Hawaii. <laughs> 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 oh man. What? <laughs> no, I can't do it. That's not how you sound. Ian, talk more about Prisoner Azkaban. I'm afraid that's how I sound now. I'm locked in my own head. No, you sound, you sound like an you're angel. A, you're a prisoner of Azkaban. I'm a prisoner oh. of Sean's impression. Prisoner of Ian's Azkaban. I've heard, someone, I've heard uh, someone, impossible to remember who, compare your voice to a Jewish trumpet. It was me. I said oh. it. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> I said that. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's, it's a very spooky, it's a spooky Harry Potter movie. I, I like that they go to Hogsmeade in it. So it's like also a little like, it's wintry and kind of seasonal and everything. Yep. It's the second one? The third, Azkaban, third. third one. I also, okay. it's good that Vold- Voldemort's like not in it. It's a very self-contained story, which is fun. Yeah. I, I love that about it. And I also love that it kind of like, it does, it makes the world, I mean, it opened, the visual language that the Quran introduced was amazing. The, like all of a sudden it like 
damn looked like a beautiful movie like more so than the Dog. maybe the first two my man is wilding right now but also <laughs> but uh i feel oh, like, i feel like he might be getting a text on the side uh, the twist, the twi- the, no not yet the twists and turns but there were also twists and turns like there were there were reveals in it that i don't want to give away that made the like the world seem bigger and that like mm-hmm. it introduced people from like the past and it was like you thought this person was one way they're actually another way like kind of thing uh and again not to like do any spoilers or anything but like i really enjoyed that it about has it. been a really long time i think you can spoil prisoner of azkaban okay well they think gary oldman's character is a bad dude and he turns out not to be a bad dude at all he's a great dude right yeah great dude like the person who's been like ta- he was a friend of harry's parents and tasked to like watch over harry's godfather yeah and you find out like at the at a crucial moment that was the Harry Potter movie I had to shut off because I couldn't quite get through the Britishness of it when I tried to watch it like 15 years ago. I was like, I really don't know what they're saying right now, and it's it's tough. And you I shut it off. Gotta get the subtitles, dog. You know I don't read, David. <laughs> that goes. <laughs> it's true. You've said that. It goes everywhere, all across the board. I also feel like Azkaban is like the first one that doesn't feel like a kids' movie. Like the first yeah. two feel like very yes. literal, and they're directed. By Chris Columbus, who's like, he did like Mrs. Doubtfire and like kids movies. So they were like, okay, we need a director who like knows how to work with kids. Because like these are nine-year-old or ten-year-old children. But then by Azkaban, they're like, no, let's like make this a a real movie. And it deals with death in a big way and stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, then you think about the Harry Potter universe. They like, they allude to this stuff. But then you're like, at some point, these are going to have to start murking people. And it's going to be real. And these are going to be people that we've known through the show. So... Yeah, it's uh when it gets real, you're just like, oh shit, this is yeah. not, okay. it's not a kids movie anymore. It's not a game. All right, so I took my second pick, the Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Rasmataz. Uh, David, <laughs> time for your next pick. I'm going with the Port Man. I'm taking Black Swan. Oh, great pick. I love a movie about someone descending into madness and a confused stabbing. You know, I've only seen it once, and I I don't think I quite, I don't think I gave it. The credit that I should have, because I I don't think it had the impact on me that it should have. It's like a really I love that movie. It's go great. back and watch it. It's yeah. really really. They both kill it too. Mila oh, Kunis yeah. kills it too, man. Is is she? Does she like try to? Does she like single white female Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman thinks doing? she is. Yeah, because she's going nuts. Gotcha. And the fun fact is that the Portman met her husband on that movie. He's like the male ballet dancer. Oh and really? He was also really? the choreographer. And like every like dancing, there's like one dude like doing like the lit and like that. They met on that movie and then they got married. Dancing See? can really bring people together. It's very sexy. You like to yeah. hear it. You also, like to hear it. judging by this movie, you can tear them apart. You can tear Ooh, them right apart. Yeah. It has all the power. Damn. <laughs> that movie's a fucking psychodrama, man. That yeah, thing's crazy. It's really, I love the ending too, where you're just like, ah, oh, man, this is very good and it's very intense. If you want to feel something, go watch, uh, <laughs> go watch Black Swan tonight. By yourself. You know who else is good in that movie? Winona Ryder. Yes. A comeback Winona. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. Dude, I'm so happy for her like renaissance right now. And she's she's always ruled. Uh and then I think about too, didn't she get busted for like stealing makeup or something? That's yeah, what we used to get mad at celebrities for. That was like a big deal. She was deal. like addicted to shoplifting. I don't care. Who gives a shit? Yeah, <laughs> I don't there, was, there was no judgment and I was just letting you know what happened. Yeah. I was addicted to shoplifting for quite some time too. And Really? A lot of people think me and Winona Ryder are 
similar in many ways, and that's one of them. I yeah. wear a free Sean Jordan shirt sometimes. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> With purchase of a Sean Jordan of equal or lesser value is what the back says. <laughs> I got him printed preemptively. Just like... <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Yeah, oh, that's rad. <laughs> Yeah, man. Black Swan. There's no other there's no other kind of dancing you could do a Black Swan movie with. It could, <laughs> river dance. There couldn't be like a yeah, intense river dance movie. I don't I hate I hate to be that guy, but they did rip the plot from Breaking Two, so Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much the same exact movie. I feel like there could be a really intense like ballroom dance. Those people seem really intense. They do. They do for sure. Yeah, but nobody involved in ballroom dancing is sexy. Not in real life. <laughs> Oh, come on. Man, we're going to get some heat for that. You don't think there's a flamenco dancer out there who's <laughs> flamenco, <high> yes. <laughs> flamenco, yes, yes, yeah. Like the the I th- the Latin dances. The Latin Those count. Those the count. La- <laughs> I saw a thicky thick Lindy Hop once. It was uh pretty cool. I'm saying nobody nobody hot does Lindy Hop. Just based on my personal experience. You got to watch like one or two episodes of Dancing with the Stars cuz some of those dancers are pretty good. That's the cream of the crop though. <laughs> See, That's what we're talking about. What, there's no, but <laughs> we're talking know, about I'm the just, black swans. Yeah, you know, we're talking I'm, about the black swans. I'm basing this off some Lindy Hoppers I did improv classes with. <laughs> I bet those two go to hand in hand, like it's like Lindy Hop class on Monday, improv class on Wednesday. They seem like they're going hand in hand in between classes. If you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I get it. Any of y'all ever been to the ballet? No, 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 I haven't either. I'm on there. I want it. I saw go. the nut. I've seen the Nutcracker. Does that count? I guess the Joffrey Ballet yeah. growing up a yeah. few times. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I think I've been so. to the ballet a few times growing up. We would go to see uh, the Nutcracker in Chicago. Yeah. Well, fine. That's awesome. <laughs> I've never been to any classy shit. I never, I never get to do anything like that. <laughs> you, you're allowed. Yeah. I've never been to a play, I don't think. Uh, yeah. Didn't use towels when I was a kid. <laughs> you know, classy shit. <laughs> you got to go to a play when this is over. Yeah, I want to badly. Or no, I did. I went to Book of Mormon. I went to Book of Mormon. Somebody move us to the next pick. I'm eating my oh. dinner just because of how the time of this all worked out. Wait, it's hold all on, good. I'll do it. Sean Jordan. Sean, time for your second pick. <laughs> no, wait, David, you got it. You got it. You got it. Yeah. Sean Jordan, time for your second pick. Oh, it's only my second pick. See, I would have fucked it up. Uh, second pick, I'm staying in the world of the port, man. And I'm picking Garden State. Yeah. Um, Gotta do it. That feels like a Sean Jordan pick. Yeah, I knew you were going to take it. It definitely is. Then I still... I love that movie just as much as I did like the first time I saw it. I love that movie. I think it's so good. The soundtrack kicks ass. He's like, I've never been like a morose person, but there I don't even know how to say this. It's like oddly romantic seeming when he's just so like depressed. It's not. It wouldn't be fun to be depressed. It's not fun to be depressed. But when you watch it in a movie like that and you're like looking at the character seems kind of fun. Well, it seems fun because he has great wallpaper. Yeah, he and he's like running around New Jersey, hanging out with Method Man. I, depression. <laughs> my depression has a lot more pizza. Yeah, that depression would be my best life. Yeah, that was not like a, he fell in love. A depression that makes him irresistible to Natalie Portman. Yeah, yeah. what a great time. <laughs> so he, I guess, uh, I listened to the Shrubs podcast a bunch, and how he got her to be in that. He was doing a play in New York, and he was like in. The dressing room where she had also she had done a play like a year earlier and this is the same dressing room and he wrote her like a handwritten letter explaining the movie and asking her to be in it and she said yeah and that's how he got her it didn't like go through agents or anything i mean eventually what did how did the dressing room have anything to do with that 
he left it in the dressing room for her to find? No, he was, that was his motivation. Uh. He was just like in the same dressing room that she had been in like a year before doing like a play in New York. And he just got the motivation to like actually write a letter and ask her. How do you get her address? <laughs> I don't know. That's the real question, right? No say, my friend. I, you know, those powerful folks, they can get those addresses. Was he powerful at that point? He was. Uh, I think so. Scrubs? Was this pre-Scrubs? Funny to think of scrubs. scrubs making someone powerful. Was it post-Scrubs? I thought it was scrubs. pre-Scrubs. I think it was like right in the middle, wasn't it? Mid, I don't know. Mid-Scrubs? It was a mid-Scrubs flick? Mid-Scrub. It was mid-Scrubs, but no towel afterward. Mid-Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Garden State. Yeah, Garden State. I remember that, like, right when we met, Sean, it was like pretty soon, like, after we met, and you said, uh, This band will change your life. And then you put your earbuds <laughs> in my ear, and it was Great Malenko by the Insane Clown Power. <laughs> great Malenko. Ha 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 ha. Great Malenko. Ha 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 ha. It did. I love changed the my, Insane Clown life. Posse. Very hilarious, interesting music, Dana. Now you know that about oh, me. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the right response. I can't believe you showed me a, a Dark Knight poster, paper poster that you have, and now just tell me that you like the Tin Clown Posse. Oh, it's not all starting to add up? <laughs> See, if I if I put it in a frame, then I can't roll it back up, and it takes up all the space. So it's easier just to have it loose like yeah. this. And then, you know, I pull it out. Like, sometimes I'll tape it up when company's coming over, and then I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it off the wall when they leave. How old are you again? Just say your age for me. 39 All clips right. or 39 bullets in the clip of life. Right. Out here. If the poster is rolled up, it is both literally and figuratively twisted. Uh-huh. <laughs> Another good band. Yeah. yeah. Uh, David, keep quarterbacking. I lo- oh, you want me to keep quarterbacking? Yeah, David. I, got two gr- I got two bell peppers left. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> that, What's that, about four and a half minutes? Yeah, I was going to say that's a metaphor. That's not... <laughs> Dana, it's time for your second and third pick, as it is a serpentine draft. All right, I'm Man. staying staying in the Portman zone. Okay. And taking V for Vendetta. Damn it! Yeah, so sorry. she's icy. Damn icy it. in that Based movie. Based on a graphic novel, I re- reread the. I read for the first time the graphic novel this year. I had like read it maybe in high school, but it didn't connect at all. Loved it. Watched the movie. To me, it's like one of the best. I'm like super harsh on like adaptations. I always think the book is better, but like this is one case where I really think they did the smartest thing with the adaptation. They streamlined it in a really good way and make it just like a super effective movie. It tugs at the heartstrings, great mm-hmm. cast. It works for me every time. Like the end, it always hits me. I always yeah. get chills. Um, I hate that like the masks have been like, I guess just become like a dumb thing for the worst people in the world, but like, as a movie, the Wachowski sisters like wrote and I mean, like shadow directed just like a really effective movie about, you know, fascism and totalitarianism and anarchy. It's a, it's a fun flick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I completely get out of the way, dude. There you go. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. It's, it is kind of funny the... to me that like the two symbols of like the worst dudes on the Internet, like the Guy Fox mask and like the red pill idea are both things popularized by uh, films of two trans women. For real. Isn't that how it goes? Remember, remember <laughs> the 5th of November. The gunpowder treason and plot. <laughs> I can think of no re- reason why gunpowder pl- gun treason should ever be forgot. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that, that felt like it. Also, we, I was I had watched it with uh, some friends and we were talking about it. And like, how lucky for Natalie Portman 
that she shaved her head and like also got to discover that she's gorgeous with a shaved head. Yeah. And like has a perfectly shaped skull and just like looks amazing. It is a good one. Really? I mean, lucked out, really. Roll the dice. Do you think they did some like magnetic imaging first? You know what I mean? To like find out like, okay, good. You still look dank without your- I think they actually brought in a phrenologist. (laughs) (laughs) I told you I'd work again. (laughs) Wasted degree. What a brag for Natalie Portman to get to be like, oh, I only did this for the movie. But like secretly now she gets to show everyone how hot she is with a shaved head. Yeah. She should do it again. You know what I mean? I throw it in the repertoire for sure if I ah. were her. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. It takes a while to grow back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah. yeah. So number two pick V for Vendetta, very effective flick for me. And yep. uh, number three, I'm going back to the Kid Man, and I'm saying Moulin Rouge. Shit, uh, you're taking all the Kid Man. That was on my it's list too. A, it's a good movie. It's uh, again, it it hits me. I like a movie that makes me cry. Give me a good cry. I think Ewan McGregor's great. It's fun. It's just like a, it's a, it's a, a frenzy of, of color and sound and music. Whatever, Ian, whatever you said as the description of this, but for Moulin Rouge. <laughs> never never have I seen- We also do the seen, Tango de Roxanne on this show. Uh, I've never seen Moulin Rouge. She is a, uh, a lady of the night. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah, okay. it is based on uh, an opera, I believe. But yeah, she is a, a courtesan. She's sort of like a showgirl at the Moulin Rouge. Hmm, okay. And Ewan is a down-on-his-luck gentleman who goes to the Moulin Rouge and fall, finds love? Is it's that a, what happens? It's a classic uh, hijink situation. I would characterize it as a hijink. She has to seduce a rich duke to fund like a, a theatrical production. And okay. Ewan McGregor shows up uh, in a top hat trying oh. to like convince her to like be in a play that he wrote. And she mistakes him for the duke. And they the fall duke. in love. And then she discovers he's not the Duke, but it's too late. They're already in love. And now they have to figure out this secret relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Classic, total classic. But also with a lot of music. A lot of yeah. music. <laughs> a lot of Baz Luhrmann uh, flashes and, and colors and, and oh, he's, fast he's camera Lerman. movement. He's Lerman off. <laughs> Which I don't learn, man. <laughs> it's, got great, it's got great music in it. It's so fun. Like, I mean, the Lady Marmalade... Uh, the remake of that song was from that movie. Oh, oh it's come so on. Yeah. Come on, Lil' Kim. Christina Aguilera. Kim. Great video. Yeah. Pink showing off. Maya getting like kind of like the last the last sparks of that career. Kind of the was... last shine Maya ever got. Yeah. What happened to Maya? I don't know, man. I, Ghetto Superstar came up the other day because uh it comes up sometimes when I listen to music. She fucking wailed, dude. I love she's, Maya. Yeah, she's fantastic. Moving on. Uh, that person is fun. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Could you imagine you go to a Benny Hanna's in there? In there. Whoa. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm just trying to get at that. I'm trying. Vulevu eat whatever eat means. Vulevu <laughs> toss me that shrimp, Dada. <laughs> Pink's just at the bar starting fights. Someone yeah, called her you- by her real name, and she just beat the shit out of him. In that group, who's in charge? Who's like saying where they're going next? I think Christina, Christina. says she's in charge, but I think Lil Kim is in charge. I don't know. Okay. Christina seems like a, a difficult person to disagree with just because it would be a hassle. Yeah. She does yeah, seem yeah. like. Yeah. Like you ever have that friend where you're like, no, I don't. Nobody really wants to go there. But do you want to deal with Jake all night? Let's just. Yeah. <laughs> fucking go get a beer there. Yeah. Let's just go to Mission Cantina, I guess, and get a pitcher of Margs for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. We have that friend. <laughs> <laughs> He knows uh, I'm pre-diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I just got my blood work back, by the way. I'm not. I'm not. 
Oh, good. Good, good for you. Sickening. Yeah. This day is getting better, man. I, I will. Sean, um, you can't. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, I'll go on the record as saying, I think Christina Aguilera seems like a handful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she's so tiny, too. You know what I mean? Tiny dynamite. <laughs> Sean, you can't get blood work, right? No, no. No, grip work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whenever I skinned my knee when I was a kid, way before the Crips, I had to skin my knee and I'd be like, uh, my knee's cripping. You got a Band-Aid or anything? <laughs> my knee's cripping. All this clud is cripping on the floor. <laughs> All this oh, clud. Lord. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Good stuff. It's, we're having a good time. Hell yeah. Excellent two picks. Thank uh, you. Sean, time for your third pick. Three, four, five. This is getting tough, man, because I... Uh, you guys are going a different route than I thought you were. I kind of want to start doing. I want to do a couple for me, but there's still like some bangers out there, do so I, I'm you. torn. Yeah, I took two for me. All right. Well, I haven't messed around with the kid man yet. I don't think you guys are taking this, but uh, Days of Thunder is. Yeah, Ooh, she was on my list. That. Yeah, man, she's fantastic. That was my introduction to the kid man, and it's such a good movie. TC got a little John C. Riley in there. Well, Robert Robert Duvall, it's so. I've never seen it, Sean. Can you give me a little a little logline? Yeah, he, so he's uh he doesn't even know what he wants to do. Tom Cruise, he like happens into uh like driving somehow. Somebody sees him drive, and they're like, mm. you should you could you should try to drive our race car. We need a driver, and he's like, I don't know how to drive a race car. I'm you know like I'm too badass for that. He's so a he wheel goes man. And he drives the car, and they see a bunch of raw potential. But that's all it is at that point is raw potential. They need to mold him. So they start working on him and like get him to be a decent race car driver. And then he gets in this huge crash together and they both have to go to the hospital. And then his doctor is the kid man. She kind of works him back in, does brain scans and things, take care of him, gets him back into good health. And then they just develop a relationship as he progresses as a race car driver. And his name in the movie is Cole Trickle. And that led to my discovery that Dick Trickle was the name of a real race car driver. And that's insane to me. That's very funny. Dick Trickle. Terrible name. Oh, Dick, so, what a bummer. <laughs> Dick Tiffer Trickle. You figure like Dick Trickle and Dick Buttkiss just have to go bowling once a year and just like get it out. <laughs> just fucking deal with it together. Just go, just go vent for like a couple hours. Just have a night where they're just like, this sucks. But if it your sucks. name is Dick Trickle, you could go by Richard Trickle. That's a choice. Yeah, you, you could would. be Rick Trickle. That's yeah. still pretty cool. You're choosing to be Dick Trickle. Yeah, you got to be known. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, man, I like Days of Thunder. And also, I've talked about this before, but my friend growing up had probably 20 movies on VHS that we could watch during sleepovers. And I slept over at his house like three, four times a week. So Days of Thunder was in heavy rotation when I was a kid. Just like that was one of the movies that we'd just throw in and fall asleep to. So, yeah, I like me some Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. David, time for your third pick. I'm also going with the kid man and I am picking the Golden Compass. Oh, an interesting pick. I feel like most fans of that book are not big uh, supporters of that movie. I've never read the book and I have watched his dark materials on HBO. I've read about the book kind of a lot, which is weird. But yeah, I haven't read the book. So maybe that's probably why I like it. I just think it's a great story, man. I think it's a great story. What's the turnoff for fans of the book? You know, I... Uh, I'm not, I never actually read the book. I just, for kids who, I just know a bunch of people who like love the book and were mad about, I guess, specific book related things. 
Yeah, I'll tell happens. you what the turn on is a big fucking polar bear with armor. <laughs> yeah. Come on. The ice bears, dude. That's it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. Awesome. It's amazing. That's so cool. What's his name? Ulrich Barrison or some crazy cool fucking bear name? Yeah. I think it's great. The the guy who wrote it seems like a real interesting guy. He like he said Paradise Lost was a big uh big influence on it. Also, he said it wasn't supposed to be a YA book, just like his kids loved it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The Golden Compass. I think Nicole uh, Kidman is very chilling in it, which I think is like a thing she's good at. And it's a fun movie to watch. Kind of a rough quality when someone's like, you're so chilling all the time. Well, I mean, I think she's playing it up. I don't know her personally. Oh, you don't? I'll I'll introduce you guys. She's dope. Yeah. She is pretty chilling. I find you to be chilling. (laughs) (laughs) Chilling and methodical. Excellent, excellent pick. Yeah, I'm I'm rereading. Speaking of YA, I'm reading Redwall again. Yeah, what are those? I don't. I've never heard of them. They're awesome. It's about like a bunch of mice who live in an abbey, but they're they're all anthropomorphic. Mm-hmm. So they're dealing with this like rat who's attacking the abbey named Clooney the Scourge. He's got a sword. I read it when I was like eight years old. George and, like, Clooney the Scourge. George Clooney the Scourge. Yeah, he's like throwing Nespresso's at them. Scourge of the dating scene, right? That's Get right, married. dude. Not Guys anymore. Not any, you know, Amal's got him locked down, dude. Speaking of Amal's, great AFE episode. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this one, he's on brand, this one. Always, dude. Well, not anymore. I'm not, I moved out of Glendale. Local joke. Hey. Local joke for the people. <laughs> Thank God. Can I just vocalize, by the way, having been to both houses now? Night and day. I oh, just yeah. the, just how calm the new place is is such a welcome change. I mean, I can't imagine how much calmer it is for you, but like parking, not noises all the time, it's not awesome. like smoke from kind of everywhere coming. In. It's just oh, it's the best. It's such a better life. It's so yeah. much better. Um, time for my third pick. Third, third pick. Third and fourth. With my third pick, I'm going to the port man. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking <laughs> this movie called Annihilation. <laughs> I, dude, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it either. You it's guys have really to watch good, right? it. It's a fucking trip, dude. It's like people told like when they were talking about it, it said like it was scary and it's not not scary, but it's really just more like chilling is also not the right word. It's like kind of unsettling and confusing, but like in a good way. In a is it is it like an end of days type movie or is it like an alien invasion type movie? There's basically so like the the plot is there's like a huge bubble like in the south or this like energy field that's expanding, mm-hmm. and everything inside it is getting kind of like genetically fucked up. So there's like all these weird animals and plants inside. Like it's turning these plants into these like gigantic crazy plants. Oh, I have seen it, and then they have to go in. Yeah, and they send the military in, but it's all women. Like, it's a team of all women. And her yeah. husband is, uh, what's his name? Isaac, uh, J- oh, uh, Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, yeah. That dude can act. Yeah. I will. It is wild. Anyway, that sounds amazing. I, yeah. shit. Man, I might have to, <laughs> might have to call an audible on Paddington and change the, change the gear. It's a They're different gear. Different. <laughs> there could not be a more different night. <laughs> it truly can't be a more different night. Yeah, it'll it'll stay a padding tonight. I have a feeling. I think you should. <laughs> yeah, it's called the Shimmer, and they walk in there, and it's just fuck. It's just 
really hard to describe. It's crazy. It's got an amazing soundtrack. There's wild animals. Those animals go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, do, I do remember that movie. Yeah. Scary, scary bear thing. Yeah, yes. that's fair. Oh my god! And that lady who's very scary, also who's with the. Or you know what? Watch the movie. Yeah, watch the Wait. movie. <laughs> Don't take my word for it. <laughs> it's unsettling. Yeah. Don't let it be the last thing you do that night. <laughs> that's I, dude. I do that all the time where I watch something gnarly and I'm like, well, I gotta watch some King of the Hill to cleanse the palate. Yeah, so I'm not, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't think about like killing all night. You all have weird dreams if you if it's the last thing, but it's great. It's full of great performances. It's a great movie. It's a very unique movie. Like I've never seen anything like it. And apparently it's like an allegory for like getting over a breakup or something like that. Have you heard that, Dana? I haven't. It's something like that. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. I've never gotten over a breakup. <laughs> I just Hell move on good. and keep all the feelings. I've never broken up with anyone. I've never had a breakup. No, nice. you never will. Uh, never. Annihilation. And then my next pick, I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay in the, uh, in the Portman lane. <laughs> and uh, also an another movie directed by Luke Besson. I'm taking Leon the Professional. Yeah, isn't that our first movie? Yeah, I can't believe it stuck around. This yeah, one. me either. I thought it was. Yeah, quick. I've never seen that one. Oh, it's, it's good. It's so she's good. a she's a baby assassin. Yeah, essentially. Like, isn't it like she she finds out she kind of has a knack for it? I think, and then Leon like kind of takes her under his wing. If I'm remembering right, not yeah, even, right. Well, he moves into really. a building. It's kind of different than that. Okay. He does take her under his wing. They like she like helps him helps him with stuff. Uh, but she kind of does have like a little bit of a knack for it. But that's not yeah. It's not really about that. Okay, dude. It's about it's about the streets, dude. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it's your classic odd couple movie. Yeah, the original odd couple. Yeah, the Gary. It's also an old man, by the way. So this yep. is a double. This is an old man Portman. Two bangers. Shit, I was looking for one. I didn't know the double old man banger. was in there. Yep. Oh yeah, he's in it. He's great. He plays a crazy DEA agent. Damn you. Who I think does drugs. <laughs> like in it, does he like snap pills or something like or maybe I'm no I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He's like hunting down Leon. It's like he's like hell bent on on catching uh catching him. And there's that famous scene where he's like like they're like send every like send back up and they're like who and he's like everyone. <laughs> he's like off the fucking he's <laughs> off the chain in this movie too. <laughs> he's fucking nuts. Uh and Natalie Portman is amazing she's so yeah. she's so good in it she was a kick-ass at she's great out the gate man out the gate she's so good she's so good in that movie like because really like leon's character is so like kind of he underplays it so she really does kind of she's like the pulse of that movie she really is yeah she's the heart she's i mean she's the heart of it yeah she really is the heart of it she's like who you care about in it and she's who makes you care about uh Jean Reno, the 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 guy playing the assassin, the guy playing Leon. Like, without her, like softening him, it's kind of like a like a like lone wolf and cub kind of situation. Like, yeah, he'd just be a weird dude with a plant. Yeah, he'd be a weird <laughs> dude with a plant. Yeah, who's like who does like pull ups and is methodical about killing people, and then he gets in there, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, he has a heart. He's had a heart this whole time. Mm -hmm. He saves the cat, but he saves the net. He saves the net exactly. He <laughs> saves the net, and he and like you. He turns a hitman into the hero of a movie. Yeah, so just a great movie. That's my fourth pick. David, time for your fourth pick. My fourth pick, I'm going back to the Portman, also very young. People forget it. She was in this movie, but the little bit she was in it, pretty good. I'm taking Heat. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. She played Pacino's daughter. She nailed it. That movie, if you haven't seen that movie, go fuck yourself. <laughs> She's a yeah. good young actor. <laughs> she was great. She was great. Zach made the Heat move a couple times in really weird 
situations where it'd be like 1030 on like a Tuesday night. And he's like, you want to watch Heat? I'm like, not really right now. Yeah, you want to stay up till <laughs> two? That is a long movie. <laughs> like, I do want to watch Heat, but it's like pretty heavy for right now, isn't it? It's just so long. It's so good, though, dude. Uh, was it like the first movie with Pacino and De Niro with like that scene where they're at the table the first time they'd like ever been together on screen or something? Yeah. And there's all those theories where it's like they weren't actually both there. Yeah. Because ah, they couldn't stand each other for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's sometimes you're just two big dogs. You got to get off the porch. Yeah. Well. <laughs> a Christina Aguilera and a little Kim situation. Exactly. Yeah. That. Yeah. Exactly. I say that 30, 40 times a day, probably. Oh, this is. This is just another one of those classic Christina Aguilera Lil' Kim <laughs> situations, isn't They're it? They're like, sir, this is an Arby's. <laughs> I I know it is. <laughs> You're telling me. I know this is a fucking Arby's. You're proving it. Why do you th- <laughs> why do you think I'm so fucking tense? <laughs> but yeah, heat. That's my pick. Heat. 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 We've talked a lot, we've talked about heat a lot. Many yeah, times. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Uh consult our catalog for further views on heat. Sean, time for your fourth pick. I am going to stay with the port man and I'm going to go really the only like full on romantic comedy that I could find out of any of these. And it is called no strings attached. Oh, I love it to pieces. It's got Ashton Kutcher and the port man and guy Branham is in there. Yes, and he is. I didn't know that until after I knew him. And then I, I watched it again. I was like, obviously there's no mistaking guy Branham, but he's got one of the funniest so Ashton Kutcher's naked in the morning and he walks away into Natalie Portman's bedroom and he looks, uh, I think it's Mindy Kaling. He looks over and he goes, yep, I'm definitely gay. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. But yeah, I, I love a romantic comedy. There's no secret there. T- textbook, feel good, romantic comedy. They're both like rich, extremely successful, gorgeous young people where you're like, it's so unbelievable that I'll take the, I'm going to, I'm going to go on the ride with you. And then, Wasn't there a deep impact? Uh, uh, yeah, it was called Friends with Benefits with Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis. And there's a lot of people right. like the Black Swan thing. Like, oh, are they rivals? You know, because they both had dueling romantic comedies come out as well. Yeah. Very funny. Uh, but yeah, no strings attached. It's just such a ridiculous plot. Let's have sex and not get serious about it. You're like, man, I'll sign up for as many of those as you want to give me. Sure. That's not it. That's not a ridiculous. What? Oh, dude, it's, I mean, that's like always the thing in these movies where they're like, all right, just sex though. I oh, mean, you're going to, you're going to fall in love. I thought, you, you I thought you said it, it's going to, I thought you said what? it like, that's a plot that doesn't happen in real life. Oh no, it ha- no, I'm just saying it's like, it's pretty tired romantic comedy plot, but right, 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 I love right. it. I mean, Seinfeld even did it, you know? So it's like very fun, but yeah, no strings attached. I love it. NSA. Excellent. Dana, time for your fourth and then your final pick, as it is a serpentine draft. And we'll do the fifth pick. We'll do a lightning round. Oh, all right. Uh, my fourth pick, uh, I'm going to go To Die For with Nicole Kidman. Yeah, see, uh, a really, I don't know that one. A really underrated movie directed by Gus Van Sant. The screenplay is by the amazing writer Buck Henry. It's like, I honestly think it's like one of the most underrated, like, like it's just sort of forgotten, but it, it deserves to be sort of revitalized. Well, we were talking about it a little bit, right? Me yeah, and you? I was talking. And- it's um, she played uh, Nicole Kidman. It's so funny. It's like very dark and very funny. She plays basically like a fame obsessed local news anchor who wants to be famous. And she kind of seduces a local high school student played by a very young Joaquin Phoenix to murder her husband for her. 
Been there. Oh. Yeah, but it's a comedy. It's like a, a dark comedy. It's not a drama. Right. And I the thing is, I because I wanted to pick it, but I haven't seen it recent enough to wax about it. So I'm glad you picked it because I remember yeah. it being fantastic. It's one of those that I feel like just gets forgotten. I actually saw it. They were, did a screening at the... Uh, Back when movie theaters were a thing at the Draft House, yeah. Alma Draft House downtown, like I saw it, got to see it on the big screen, and that I was just so like, fun. "How did I miss this movie?" I think it was sort of like a box office like bomb. People didn't really get it at the time, but it really, I think, deserves to be uh, dug up. And then, fast, sorry, uh, my final pick: good, <laughs> classic, fun uh, superhero movie. I'm gonna go Thor. With oh yeah. Oh, yeah! Damn it! I just okay. think it's a it's a fun fish out of water directed by the Kenneth Branagh. Hemsworth is charming. She's like whatever in it. She's not like used very well, Nicole Natalie Portman, but like overall, just a fun movie. She's in it though. Hell yeah. That's a great superhero. That's such a good time. Hemsworth fucking nails it. Because it's such a fish out of water, right? It's like an isolate. Like some I think superhero movies make the mistake of going way too big, where it's like you gotta save the universe and the galaxy and the whatever. But like, no, it's just this one town, just Hemsworth. Keep it small. It's a lot of fun. Excellent, Beck. I love it. All right, here you go. This is something I did not know until I was on IMDb today. I'm going to pick it because it just blew my mind so hard. I had no idea. I'm going to pick, I'm going to go with the old man. He was in Hannibal and he played Mason Verger. You know who, do you know who that was in Hannibal? No. He's that guy that Hannibal convinced to cut his face up with glass. Ah. Gary Oldman is the second version of that because there's like a, there's a first part of the movie where I don't think it's him. I think it's a different actor. And then Hannibal convinces him to cut his face up with glass. And then Gary Oldman is the guy who's laying in bed who like uh, can barely talk. If that is that helping you out? Whoa. Gary Oldman played him? Yeah. I, did, I was shocked when I saw that. Because you, you hear him talk and he's, he's just talking to Halibut. I didn't need you to do this. So you can't hear an accent or anything. I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. So wow. I, had to, I had to pick that just so I could tell you guys that that was. Gary Oldman. Is that fucking crazy? Good pick. He's such a good actor. <laughs> and I know it's makeup, but like, come on, man. Yeah, that's wild. That shit is insane. Yeah. So anyway, Hannibal. Excellent. David, your final pick? I'm doing it. I don't give a shit what you nerds think. I don't give a shit if it was one of the worst movies in the series, because you know what? I was 12, and I fucking loved that shit. I'm taking Phantom Menace. God damn Whoa! it. Yeah. I loved it, too. I liked it. I liked it. Jar Jar Binks was pretty racist, but other than that, you know what I mean? Boy, he sure was. I like the prequels. I think they're all fun. If I had to make concessions for racist shit in movies, I would have nothing to pick. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, it you'd does, Sean. Pat, you'd have to take Paddington. <laughs> and two. And yeah. two. I do think you're pretty safe with Paddington. <laughs> yeah, no. Attack of the Clones. I liked it. I don't know, man. I, I guess people say that's like the worst one. It's a kid's movie. Yeah. I, don't I liked it. I was a kid. I thought it was cool. My Gun Jin is my favorite Jedi Ever. And your favorite drink, apparently. Mm -hmm. also, like, give me some Qui-Gon gin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was wait, just, are you taking wait, are you taking the Attack of the Clones or Phantom Menace? I'm taking Phantom Menace. I'm sorry. I'm oh, taking man. Phantom Menace. The first so one. The first you one. You wouldn't say we go through episodes two like Attack of the Clones? No, to Lib Quali, <laughs> but I did think about that. Yes. <laughs> it's the worst line from such a good song. He he was the worst verse on such a good song, if you really wanna. <laughs> Phantom Menace, excellent final Phantom pick. Phantom Menace. My final pick, uh, Cruz, Kidman, Kubrick. It had to get taken. Uh -huh. Eyes wide shut. Just, yeah. just fucking and sucking and wearing masks. 
Just in the last, we don't need to dive in. But yeah, yeah. we we you, you know what it's about. Fucking sucking, wearing masks. Fucking sucking and wearing masks. Not a movie I'm ever going to watch again. Sounds like my Halloween. I was yes, say, it's real life right now. That's all yeah. everyone's doing. Ah. No. Anyone who's Hopefully. obeying the rules anyways, you know? No, I didn't do anything on Halloween. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> did I? We we did something. Yeah, I did. Didn't I was we? Emily in Paris. Oh, yeah, you were Emily in Paris. It's pronounced Emily in Perry. I don't, oh, I don't know. Emily oh, yeah. in Paris. So I, don't know. Sorry. I don't know if you guys saw the tweet. It was pretty big. <laughs> and I was that psycho dude from Fargo. Just sort of all month. <laughs> I look like him. You do. You sure do. Boy, oh boy, do I. Yeah, eyes wide shut. So that's our final pick. Uh, Dana, you went first. You took Paddington, V for Vendetta, Moulin Rouge, To Die For, and then Thor. Sean, you went second. You took True Romance, Garden State, Days of Thunder, No Strings Attached, and Hannibal. David, you went third. You took The Fifth Element, Black Swan, The Golden Compass, Heat, and Phantom Menace. I went last and I took The Dark Knight, Harry Potter, and The Prisoner of Azkaban, a movie I love more than anyone else on this podcast, <laughs> Annihilation, Leon the Professional, and Eyes Wide Shut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything I had written down got taken. Me too. <laughs> Every yeah. single thing. Every single Well, we thing. didn't have to double up. I was like, you know, because I was going to pick Revenge of the Sith. And I was like, if it gets down to it and someone's already picked a Star Wars, I'm still going to pick it. So I'm glad we didn't have to double up. There was Avengers Endgame, but we've already took Thor. And then yeah. there was Mars Attacks, which is also a port man. Was, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. She's really, that is a fun movie. That's it's oh, that super fun. Rules. It's sort of, I feel like a movie made of all deleted scenes. That's so fun. That's my take for that movie is it's so weird and disjointed, but it is fun. It's real fun. And then for this, is, I almost took Boz Luhrmann's Australia, which is a Nicole Kidman movie. Yeah, I weirdly yeah. liked that movie, too. I don't really yeah. know why. With Hugh Jackman, right? Yeah, it was like a sweeping epic. I just kind of liked, liked it. It was big. I was super baked when I watched it. Same. There wasn't not a lot of old man movies beating my door down. I was like, oh, I got the ones I like and they're great, but I'm not going to pick like Tinker Taylor or anything. Tinker Taylor is amazing. There's the hours that oh, yeah. I've never seen, but people think is good. <laughs> yeah, it could be the, more like the theirs, you know, <laughs> not for me. The Portman was in Zoolander. She just played herself for like yeah. 10 seconds. So yeah. that, that would have been a fun one. I but like I felt like counted, that was yeah. almost cheating. Bombshell. Bombshell. I haven't seen Bombshell. I saw it in theaters like on a Tuesday. My friend Mohammed. Nice. Sean, you would like Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. You should watch it. It's good. Or Jackie. Yeah, I should. I, I haven't seen Jackie. I haven't seen Jackie I yet. I also didn't see Jackie, and I kind of feel bad that I haven't. Darkest Hour with uh, Old Man, which he won the Oscar for, is really good. That's too. when he's yeah. Churchill? Yeah, he plays yeah. Churchill. I think, I think Zach and I watched it. that. Yeah. Oh, she's a stripper in, in Closer. I forgot I love she's in that, that movie. Yeah. I love that movie, but it's just such a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about it. Instead, <laughs> you want to talk it. about Hannibal and the guy eating his face. <laughs> <laughs> it just blew my mind, dude. But yeah, That is an amazing rules. fact. Yeah. Well, those are our picks. We want to hear yours. Hit us up at All Fantasy Pod on Twitter, All Fantasy Podcast at gmail.com. Shout out to super producer Marissa, boop, boop. who PM'd boop. me to say she does not have any picks, and that's why I did not skip her. <laughs> <laughs> she just honestly can't think of a movie we didn't take already. <laughs> I got a I got a couple. Shout out to Fahim and Megan uh in their years together listening yes. to our show. It's a very Aww. fun story uh jeff petty thank you for the fanny packs and james miller thanks for turning 30 so there you go you got a fanny pack you got a fanny pack yeah yeah uh jeff petty sent i'm sure he'd love to send you guys one as well it's probably just a message that i maybe you guys missed and i didn't but yeah he sent uh the queen and i fanny packs 
or you didn't tell us so you could get your uh, fiance a fanny This feels like, like the tennis on. racket shit oh. all over <laughs> again, dog. Sean's getting Sean is getting all sorts of stuff that's meant for the three of us so that we don't ever see see or hear of. Now you're talking to six, bro. Yeah. Yeah, put six on the phone. <laughs> Think I care, dude? Yeah. You know, I did that one time, and that is one of the times I got beat up. Uh, one of the first times I was like, you don't just run your mouth. You, you need to pick and choose. I feel like if we've been boys together. I'd have tried to give you the work. Well, I, even I, I said don't, it. I I don't like, love it. I was like, bring your ass over. And then he came right over, beat me up, <laughs> and then left. Oh, <laughs> shout out to Beetlejuice the cat oh, who is on screen right now. Yep. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice? It's time for you to learn about Taft now that David and I are both here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sit down. Yep. <laughs> he, lay down, he, actually. He did. <laughs> Damn, Beetlejuice is dank. He's such a beautiful a cat. cat. Shout out so to Beetlejuice. Uh, shout out to St. Sue Carmel. Shout out to everyone on the AFE Patreon holding us down. Thank you so much. We love you. Uh, a shout out to everyone on the AFE subreddit. Shout out to... All fantasy, everything. Mel Kuyper, who had a had a brief stay in the hospital, but we we're, we're so glad you're feeling better. Uh, oh, yeah. it's, it's, I hope you're feeling better. I think you said you were he, feeling yeah, better. Yeah, he said he was doing better. You're feeling better. Uh, we wish you all the all the best, man. Get well soon. I hope I hope everything's okay and it wasn't serious. Uh, I know we all joke with you and everything, but we really do appreciate you and 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 <laughs> love everything you do on Twitter for us. Absolutely, it's, it's awesome. And yeah, man, it was just it sucked to hear you were in there, but glad to hear you're doing better. Mm -hmm. Say oh, word, yeah. and it was real hard for me to say that because I hate, I hate you. <laughs> you do. I hate Lowe's. you, if you Mel Kiper. Mm -hmm. Always giving me mm -hmm. bad grades on great picks. My picks are perfect. <laughs> if I don't get an A plus on this, I'm gonna scream like a tea kettle. Give him a D hour. minus. Give him a D minus. Do, do, if you give me a D minus, I'm gonna give you a B minus, dude. I want a good grade. I need a good grade. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an A student, and I will take it very personally if I get a bad grade. Yeah, Dana went to Brown. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard for you to get go to get to grad school if you don't get a good grade on it's this. It's very That's true. important. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Dude, look at the I was one of grade. those kids. I walked out with C's and I was like, "Hey, dope. Moving on. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> so I so I did it. Then is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Graduate. All right. C's get C's degrees. Later. <laughs> Uh, and more important than all that, tune in again next week for another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. Shaklackity! That was a HeadGum Podcast.